0: are you ready to know your worth and identity in the body of christ are you ready for kingdom conversations with kingdom people welcome to the recovery to recovered podcast i'm your host caleb mccall and i will be guiding you through the word with preaching and teaching and empower you to know who you are in christ jesus hello and welcome into today's episode on the recovery to recovered podcast i am your host pastor caleb mccall such an honor to be with you today. I'm glad that you are listening in and tuning in wherever that might be. Uh, I would like to do a little something different today. Maybe if you're listening to this podcast right now, I would just ask that you shoot me a message on Facebook or send me an email and just let me know that the podcast is blessing you. I would greatly appreciate it. I believe it would encourage me. Another great announcement for the podcast show it's uh, crazy to think I got a download report uh just last week, and the podcast has reached twenty one thousand downloads um in the first year or so, a little over a year that the podcast has been going and i I don't know about y'all, I don't know how some podcasters are doing, and I know people are getting you know millions of downloads and Hundreds of thousands and all those things, but for this little little old country boy from Manchester, Tennessee, twenty one thousand downloads in his first year—it's an honor. I'm just honored that uh, that you would tune in and listen. I pray that this podcast is blessing you. I pray that the Lord is using it to advance you in your life and advance you in the kingdom of God. And I do pray—I truly do—I pray that it is a blessing to you. And that the Lord is using it in your life. So with that being said, thank you. Um, But we're going to jump into the word today. I believe I have a word for you. You know, this is my favorite time of year. Christmas time for me is my favorite time of the year. I love getting out and going shopping. I know I'm that weird weird man that weird dude that actually likes shopping but I I do I love going out and buying things for other people um you know there's even deals for myself come on somebody hey you go Christmas shopping for other people you might find a little deal every now and then so that's cool too but I I really do I love uh this time of year I love Thanksgiving I love Christmas and um it's just a blessing uh my me and my family we have been blessed it's just been Uh, What God has done in 2021 has been incredible. You know, I've said it before on the show, and I'll say it again. 2021 has been one of the toughest years in ministry. Um, It seems like I've been in a fight, in a battle after battle after battle. But through it all, oh my goodness, do I see God's faithfulness? Do I see his hand upon my life? Do I see his hand upon my ministry? Um, And, and I'll tell you, I, there, there's proof behind that because I'm still here. Come on, somebody. I'm, I'm still standing here, baby. They, they ain't knocked me off my center and they're not going to. I love Jesus too much and it's just proof that his hand has been with me this entire time. Uh, And I'm just, I'm blessed. Like I said, you know, it's been one of the craziest years of my ministry in 2021. But I can truly say this from the bottom of my heart. It has been one of the most blessed years in my ministry as well. You know, planning the church in 2020 at the end of 2020 and 2021 there at the church at Canva Sheva. It's just been, it's just been great. Uh, Church services have just been off the chain, the Holy Ghost showing up. People getting healed, delivered, set free, salvations. It seems like I'm doing baptisms every single week. I've seen marriages put back together. We've seen physical healings. I mean, God has just been so, so good to us there at the church and within the ministry of Be the Bush and Miriam House. There's just countless salvations, families brought back together, graduations. It it truly has. It's just been uh, a wonderful, wonderful year uh for me my family and our ministry and you know which brings me into today's message and I'm going to just be speaking to you from it I, I don't know maybe I'm preaching maybe I'm teaching but uh you know it's coming from a series of messages that I've been preaching at my church over the last couple of weeks and this entire month in December uh I'm going to I'm going to be shooting out some some of this content uh, for the podcast, all from this series, make way for the King. And I'm going to tell you right now, 2021, even though it's been a tough year, uh, it's been a blessed year. And it's simply because we have done this as a church. We have done this as a ministry. We've done this as an organization with everything going on. We made way for the King. And, uh, this whole series, this whole, you know, uh, construct that I'm talking to you about, Uh, over the next couple of weeks is simply that it's making room for the king the king is coming come on somebody revelation he is coming back again he said it in acts chapter one he's going to be with the father but he will return in the same way he left in glory he will return in glory i'm excited about that and when a king walks in in a monarchy they used to do this they used to shout make way for the king move out of the way, make room is what they're saying, make room for the king. And so that's what I want to preach to you about over the next couple of weeks, and and prophesy to you and in speak into your life, that if you will make room for King Jesus, he will show up in your life. And he will do something incredible. So, you know, I'm not going to preach this like I would necessarily at my church, but we're just going to have a conversation. We're going to go into the word and I'm going I'm to go into this series, Make Way for the King. And this is part one uh, here on today's episode. So let's jump right into it. Isaiah chapter 40, and we will read verses one through five. Comfort, yes, comfort my people, says your God. Speak comfort to Jerusalem and cry out to her. Anybody in the and listening today needs some comfort? Come on, I think we could all use some comfort. Comfort her, cry out to her that her warfare is ended, that her iniquity is pardoned. For she has received from the Lord's hand double for all her sins. The voice of one crying in the wilderness. Prepare the way for the Lord. Make straight in the desert a highway for our God. Every valley shall be exalted and every mountain and hill brought low. The crooked place shall be made straight and the rough places smooth. Come on, somebody and watch this. The glory of the Lord shall be revealed and all flesh shall see it together for the mouth of the Lord has spoken. Father, over the next couple of moments, I pray that you would anoint me to preach over the airwaves, that individuals would listen to today's episode, that they would listen into the podcast today and be touched and moved by your presence. I pray for salvations. I pray for healing. I pray for the glory of the Lord to touch the individual's life who's listening to it wherever they are right here, right now. Lord, use me. I'm asking it in the name of Jesus amen so so we're starting out this series on the podcast this week um and it'll last you know through december and it's entitled make way for the king come on i said make way for the king and most of us will know why i chose the title it's because in this month we celebrate the birth of jesus so in this month the king was born We in America sometimes have a hard time understanding how a monarchy or a kingdom works because we live in a democracy. We live in a government where everybody gets a voice and everybody gets to share their opinion and everybody gets to speak freely and share what's on their mind. And of course, sometimes I think that that's a good thing. And sometimes you just want to tell folks to hush, sit down and take a seat. Um, But don't get me wrong. You know, I believe in democracy. I believe it's the best way to do government here in the earthly realm. But we are people of the spirit. Come on, somebody. Uh, a democracy doesn't work in the spirit realm because we are a part of a kingdom. You know, we do understand that Jesus never came preaching the gospel of Jesus, although there is definite truth to the fact that the kingdom is all wrapped up in him. But but Jesus didn't come preaching the gospel of Jesus. He came preaching the gospel of the kingdom. And you can fact check me on that. All you got to do is look at your Bible. Jesus was always preaching on the kingdom, the kingdom, the kingdom, the kingdom. He was always preaching on the kingdom. The kingdom is like a lost coin. The kingdom is like a lost son. The kingdom is like a lost sheep. The kingdom is like, the kingdom is like. Jesus is always talking this kingdom stuff. So I think that's something that we better pay attention to, right? In order for a kingdom to exist, there must be a king. Y'all see where I'm going with this, don't you? So over the next couple of weeks, you're probably gonna get sick of hearing me saying it, but I'm coming as a dignitary or a herald on an assignment saying make way for the king come on make room for the king get out of his way the king is coming move out of the way the king is coming get rid of every weight and sin that so easily entangles you as hebrews 12:1 states the king is coming make way for the king remove every obstacle and hindrance that's getting in the way of you and your relationship with the king i might start preaching make way for the king in your career make way for the king at your school make Make way for the king while you're in line at Walmart. Make way for the king while you're doing your Christmas shopping. Make way for the king at your family Christmas gathering. Christmas, after all, is about the king, you know. So make way, make way for the king. Get yourself out of the way and let the king lead your life. Make way for the king. You might be asking yourself, well, what in the world are you talking about, pastor? We don't don't live in a monarchy type of government and that lingo seems a little bit old and it seems a little bit outdated. Well, maybe we in America, we need to get back to some things that are old and outdated because what we got going on right now just ain't working. But what I'm meaning when I say make way for the king, it means make space. He's coming. I'm not just talking about the birth of Jesus in this month of December. The Lord has really spoken clear me, clear to me about things going on in my church and, when, and things going on in the ministry and things with people who are tied and connected to me. Watch this. If you are listening to this podcast on a weekly basis, monthly basis, whatever it is, that means that you are connected with me and things that God is speaking to me, he is using me as a vessel to get them to you. So I'm not just talking about the birth of Jesus this month. I'm telling you that the king is returning soon, but not just that the king is returning soon. I'm prophesying to you today that you need to get ready, that you need to make room for the king is fixing to show up in your life like never before. I feel the Holy Spirit of God. And when he shows up, it's important for you to respond properly. If he shows up and you don't respond properly, you can get thrown out of the room. You might miss your blessing because all it takes is one word from the king. All it takes is one decree from the king. And you can go from obscurity to notoriety. Don't believe me? Just ask ask David. King Saul sends out a decree and says if anyone kills this giant, he won't pay taxes and he gets to marry one of the king's daughters. By the way, David only fought battles where their spoils were, where there were spoils. See, David understood that King Saul was fixing to have him not paying taxes and he was fixing to marry into the royal family. See, David only fought battles where there were spoils. We got to stop engaging in battles where there is no spoils. But, But David here in one of his greatest moments goes from a shepherd boy to a part of the royal family in an instant because of an earthly king what would happen to the world around you if the king of kings ever got to talking about you we have to start responding properly when the king walks into the room Again, you say, well, what does that look for, for uh, like us today? You know, how, how do I make room for the king? How how do I make room for the king at Walmart? How do I make room for him Christmas shopping this year? How do I make room for him at my Christmas gatherings? How do I make room for him in my life? Well, I'm glad you asked. Making room is simply creating space and preparation for him to come in and do something amazing. You make room for him at Walmart this year by being sensitive to the Holy Spirit and knowing when to pray for something. Somebody in line, or no one went to pick up somebody's grocery bill. We serve a generous God, so when we get out of the way and begin to be generous on his behalf and be generous in the king's name, we have made room for him. You make room for the king when you make time to discuss all that he's done for you at the family gathering this year and when you're testifying to the goodness of the king you're making room for the king at the family gathering when your cousin is talking about how bad things are going in his life and you say sit down let me tell you about the king come on somebody we all got that crazy uncle too sit your crazy uncle down and say let me tell you about my king you're making room for the king in your life when you shut off the tv and shut off the netflix for a bit and say Let me read about the king. Come on. Let me pray to the king. Let me praise the king. Let me worship the king. And I came to make way for the king. Not only because it's Christmas time, Christ, Christmas, Christ, MUST. I came to make room for the king not only because it's December, I came to make way for the king not only because of his birth, I want to make way for the king not only because he's coming back, but I come to prophesy to you this entire month. Make way for the king because he's coming. If you'll make room for him, he's coming to your finances. If you'll make room for him, he's coming to your marriage. If you'll make room for him teenagers, he's coming. Revival's coming to your school. If you'll make room for him, people of God, he's coming to your break room at work that's far from sanctified. If you'll make room for him, he's coming to the cubicle next to you. He's coming to the assembly line near you he's coming to our city if we'll make room for him come on somebody he's coming to the church he's coming in our church services with all of his splendor and all of his glory if we make room for the king the king will come if you make room for the king y'all heard me say a couple of words a minute ago and you're probably thinking, what in the world is he talking about? And the two words were dignitary and herald. You know, I heard Pastor Jeremy still. he's been on, our, on the podcast show here with me before. And I heard him speak at the movement conference uh, for our youth and explain this beautifully just a couple of weeks ago at uh, the Movement Conference, which happens every November. And so I just do want to say this public, publicly and on record, I'm not stealing his message. Come on, this series has been planned since October. He stole it from me. I'm just kidding. Uh, but he talked about this before he preached, and he said he felt like a herald on an assignment to tell kids about the one, I believe was his terminology. And I feel like I'm on the same assignment for the next couple of weeks talking about the king talking about the one king, talking about the king of kings. You see, a herald was an officer in a monarchy that would go before the king. It was a herald's job to go before the king, and before the king would step onto the scene, a herald would tell of all the accolades and the accomplishments of the king. Sometimes this would take 30 minutes or an hour to get through. The herald would come in, and tell of the diplomatic victories that the king had won. He would tell of all the times the king had expanded his territory in the kingdom. He would tell of all the armies, nations, and enemies that the king had defeated. He probably bragged on how many children the king had in their accomplishments. The king would still get the credit for it, right? Because after all, he did give them the ability to do that. Catch that? So the herald would come in and basically brag and boast on the king for all he had done because a king wouldn't brag on himself. A real king doesn't have to brag on himself, although every now and then he might have to remind somebody. A monarchy is designed for the constituents to brag on him, and when the constituents brag on him, he moves on their behalf. Man, that's some good stuff. So let me act as a herald and just brag on the king for a minute. Because your king has won the greatest diplomatic victory on your behalf because before he showed up and went to Calvary you were in a diplomatic dilemma because you had a debt that you couldn't pay and that debt was your sin but there was a transaction that took place through the death barrel and resurrection of Jesus that paid that debt and that as the old Saint uh, old Saint seen Jesus paid it all come on your king has won the greatest diplomatic victory of all time on your behalf the king has has expended his territory all the way from heaven into the earth. Hence, when Jesus teaches us to pray, he says, on heaven, on earth as it is in heaven, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Come on. That's not a command to bind the devil. That is actually a command that's saying you are a ambassador for the king. Come on somebody. And what you say, if you will line up with the king, the king will back up what you say. Man, that's some good preaching. But he's expanded his kingdom all the way from another dimension into this dimension. He has expanded. Expanded His kingdom from a 12 rag, from 12 ragtag disciples into a worldwide movement. And this movement ain't just some fad that will fade out. We're going 2000 plus years strong with the kingdom expansion. Come on, somebody. We serve a great king. Make way for the king. Make make room for the king of kings. We serve a king who has defeated every enemy in your life. King Jesus has defeated death, hell and the grave. The king has conquered sickness and disease. He's still the king over COVID-19. Come on somebody. He's the king who's conquered cancer. He's the king who's conquered addiction. He's the king who's conquered broken homes and divorce. He's the king who's conquered every generational curse. He's the king who has not only conquered your enemies and my enemies he is the king who has anointed you and given you the power to do the same. He is the king that has given you the same Holy Spirit that raised him from the dead. He is the king that made this statement greater things than I do you shall do in my name are you thankful for the king I wonder I wonder if there's anybody listening to me who's thankful for the king who might give a shout of praise Whatever it is that you're listening to, because you're thankful for the king. Freak somebody out in the gym as you're listening to this in your headphones. Give God a shout of praise as you're walking on the treadmill or lifting them weights. Come on, freak somebody out in the cubicle next to you if you are thankful for the king of king. If you are thankful for the king of glory, give God a shout of praise. Hallelujah. I feel the Holy Spirit. Now this brings me to our initial text today in Isaiah chapter 40. In Isaiah chapter 40, so Isaiah in this text is declaring, make way for the king, make room, make preparation for the king, make room for the king who is to come. God tells him in the opening verse, comfort my people, yes, comfort them, tell them of the king to come. Tell them the war on their spiritual life is almost over. Tell them the king is coming and when he's coming he's going to conquer sin, death, hell and the grave. Go and tell them their iniquity is pardoned and they shall receive from the Lord's hand double for all her sins. Come on somebody. God told Isaiah the herald to come in and shout from the rooftop the accomplishments of the king. The first one was that they had received a pardon. I don't know, is there anybody out there listening today? who likes not being found guilty, come on, the Lord had already punished them double for all their sins, so now when the king shows up, they're going to receive double for their trouble, anybody want double for their trouble, but then Isaiah comes as a herald for John the Baptist as well, and prepares prepares the way for the one Jesus is the greatest, Jesus says that John the Baptist is the greatest prophet of all time and isaiah as a herald becomes the pre-herald to the herald john the baptist who is making way for the king this very verse is what's quoted in matthew chapter 3 which i'm getting to next week of him saying the voice of one crying out in the wilderness prepare ye the way for the lord translation there from isaiah's quote all the way to john the baptist and the wilderness They're saying, make way for the king, make straight in the desert, a highway for the Lord God to come down, get out of the way, make room for the king. He goes on to say, when he comes, every valley shall be exalted and every mountain brought low, the crooked place shall be made straight and the rough places made smooth and the glory of the Lord shall be revealed to all men. Want to know what that means when the king comes, he's fixing to turn the situation around and upside down. Come on, somebody, because valleys are low and not exalted and mountains are high and not brought low. But you want to know what that means when the king shows up? And steps onto the scene of your situation. He's going to turn it around. Doesn't matter what it looks like. He can flip it. Come on. Doesn't matter what it sounds like. He can turn it around. Doesn't matter what the doctor said. He can heal you. Doesn't matter what the marriage looks like. He can turn it around. Doesn't matter what the financial report looks like. With the business or the ministry. He can take the crooked things. And make them straight. He can turn the rough patches in your life. To smooth selling baby. If the king ever steps onto the scene. Of your situation he can make the valley high and the mountain low all you have to do is make way for the king I'm closing down with this but Isaiah acts as a herald for the king 700 years before King Jesus shows up on the scene he prophesies and lets John the Baptist know his job before he shows up and gives him his assignment to make way for the king in the wilderness, then he tells you why. Glory. Verse 5 says, And the glory shall be revealed to all men. You know, glory has become a church word, and a lot of people use it and have no idea what it means. You know, I've talked about this before. But the old saints used to shout this in a service and they would shout glory, glory. And it would almost scare you because it was loud and passionate. Usually as a as a kid, I used to wonder what in the world did it mean and why would they do that? But watch this. The reason is this. The Hebrew word for glory is kavod and it literally means the weighty presence of God. They would shout glory. When they felt the king walk in the room. Mm. There would be a shift and a weight of his presence when the glory walked in the room. That word weight there means authority as well. When the king walks in, you can feel his weight and you can feel his authority. It's the weight and the authority of the king that can turn your situation around. All you have to do is make way for the king. All you have to do is make room for the king. And when you do, he will make a decree on your behalf. He'll speak to the valley. He'll speak to the mountain. He will speak to the crooked path and make it straight and the rough places smooth. And then he will reveal his glory to you. Come on. If you're within the sound of my voice today. And you need the king to step onto the scene of your situation. I would just ask that you make room for the king. I told you earlier, you know, I'm saying that a lot. You're going to hear me saying that a lot over the next couple of weeks about making room for the king. And let me tell you again how you can make room for the king. You make room for the king when you push everything else out of the way. Look, if you need needing for God to speak to a mountain and bring it low, if you're needing God to make your valley not seem as low as it really is, if you need the valley to be exalted, if you need the crooked path made straight, if you need the rough places made smooth, it's a real simple equation to get Jesus to step onto your scene. You must make room for the king. How do I make room for the king, Caleb? You make room for the king by spending time with him. You make room for the king by opening your word. You make room for the king to step into your situation when you pray and you seek the face of God in the secret place. You are making room for the king when you show up at church week in and week out. When you don't feel like getting up on Sunday mornings, but you go gather with the saints of God anyway, and you begin to worship and lift the name of Jesus and praise him in the middle of your storm. Praise him in the middle of your prison, as Paul and Silas did. Praise in the middle of your tough situation as a recipe for deliverance. Making room for the king looks like washing your wife with the reading of the word and praying and spending time with her. When your marriage is on the rocks, if you need the King to step onto the scene of your marriage because it's falling apart, I'd ask you: Have you made room for the King? If you're needing deliverance from addiction, when substances, pornography, whatever, if you'll make room for the King, He'll step onto the scene. And if Jesus ever steps onto the scene of your situation. You could be healed, delivered, set free, for that's what he came to do. He came to set the captive free, for the blind to receive sight, and for the lame to walk. My question for you today is, have you made room for the king in your life? You know, we're going to do an old-fashioned altar call right here and right now on this podcast episode. If you've never made room for the king in your life... You never asked Jesus to be the Lord and the master of your life, to not only be your savior, but to be your Lord, to be your Lord and your savior. I want to lead you in a prayer right here, right now. You know, maybe you've said this prayer before, but right now you mean it. Right now you want to make room for the king in your life and give him your life. I want to pray with you. And if that's you, I want you to repeat after me and say, Father God, I believe in you. And I believe in your son, Jesus. I believe in the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. I repent of my sins. And I ask you to take charge of my life. Fill me with your Holy Spirit and power. For I repent. Help me to renew my mind. Give me a new heart. Give me a new spirit. Help me to follow you all the days of my life. And as I read the scriptures... Bring a spirit of wisdom and revelation over my life. In the name of Jesus, amen. Also, if that is you and you receive Christ today, I want you to message me, email me. You can email me at Caleb McCall Ministries at gmail.com or you can message me on social media platforms such as Instagram at Pastor Caleb Mac, or Facebook just under Caleb McCall. We do have a public page uh, for you to connect with us as well. Uh, So if that's you, if this this episode has blessed, you, if it gave you gave your life to Christ today, please give us a shout for those of us who are believers and listening to today's episode. Make way for the king. He's coming. He's coming. He's coming back again. As Revelation has told us, as Acts one told us where he ascends to heaven, he says, I'm coming back. And he's coming back for a bride that's spotless and without blemish. And I'm thankful for his blood. Uh, that makes us spotless and without blemish. Amen, church. And I'm just prophesying to you this whole month. Get ready. December, you're going to hear a lot of it. Make way for the king. He's coming. He wants to come to your marriage. He wants to come to your finances. He wants to come to your business. He wants to come to your ministry. He wants to come to your church. He wants to come to your outreach ministry. He wants to come to your assembly line. He wants to come to the break room at work. He wants to come to your school teenager who's tuning in today. Revival is here. Revival is coming. Make way for the King. Be blessed. Thank you for listening to the Recovery to Recover podcast. If you like what you heard today, visit BeTheBushMinistries.com or MiriamHouse.com to become a monthly partner or for more info about our ministry and what we are accomplishing for the kingdom of God. You can also follow me on Facebook at Caleb McCall or on Instagram at Pastor Caleb Mac. See you next week.